this week on Grip and Grin. Setting tight lines off the river and pulling in early morning gobblers makes for the perfect spring recipe. Join the crew around the campfire at the Grip and Grin headquarters as the team does their first outdoor recording. The Grip and Grin team has been going full throttle this spring and they are not letting off anytime soon. folks welcome to another episode of grip and grin it's been a long time once again <laughs> it's been like two fucking months yeah uh, a lot has happened and last time i think we recorded was winter was it march yes it had to be march because i know some stuff was going on in march you know but i don't even know a lot has happened mm -hmm. between now and then though like mm -hmm. we have been busy Yep, fishing, turkey hunting happened. It's about to end in Maine this Saturday, and we went on a couple trips. Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> Between then, yes. And but you did some fishing in Massachusetts. Yes, so... Very early season. This was back in March. There was still snow and ice. Um, was that before or after? Was that... I came down before that, right? E yeah, I did. I came down yes, twice. I think so. Because you came... No, you came down after. You after came the down fact. After. Yep. So, I went on a solo trip on a weekend, and it was late March. It was Fishing was still slow, you know, doing a lot of nymphing, but, like, been out multiple times and didn't catch anything. And... Went out to Western Mass to a pretty popular river that I've been to quite a few times, and it was pretty shitty out. I mean, it was freezing cold, you know, windy, and it was starting to snow, which is awful because, you know, you're end of March, going into April, you should be looking forward to spring weather, but right, wasn't happening. So, but fishing the river, fishing different parts of the river I haven't been to, and in and out of snow squalls, it was... It was definitely a weird kind of shitty day to be on the water. Um, I didn't expect to have any action, but I luckily had a new rod in the bag uh, oh, for that yeah. trip. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which was a nine-foot uh, Reddington Classic Trout 4 weight. Nice. It's nice. It casts like a dream. Um, and, you know, it was a gift, but it's not that expensive either, so that's kind of nice. But, you know, using a new rod, getting used to it, having... A nine footer versus a seven and a half footer is a lot different when you're nymphing. Uh, so with nymphs, what what were your nymph choices and what was your setup as so, far as the flies go? I was doing a uh, double nymph rig with an indicator. So for my top fly, I had a, I think that day I had, it was a leech pattern, a weighted leech pattern. Hmm. And... Then behind that, I had a little stone fly, a pheasant tail stone fly, nice. which is something I designed, which is kind of cool. I kind of put did, two. Now, did you tie both of those flies? Yes, yes. Because I have been, all the flies I've been using now have been tied by me. So Yeah. But, you know, f fishing it low and slow, like you do in the winter, and we're talking now in June. So slow. It's, Deathly it, slow. It's, it's a lot different <laughs> what we're doing now versus what I was doing yeah. then. But 
So loan slow, you know, deep pockets. They're not going to be moving a lot, but working this, like, one stretch, you know, it's a deep pool, you know, just cast upstream, bend, 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 take another step and keep going upstream and upstream. But finally, you know, and during a little snow squall, I see my indicator go under, you know, I set the hook, and I'm like, oh, cripes. <laughs> Did you think you were on bottom at first? Uh, no, definitely not. I could just tell so how right it, sh- away. it shot away, but, um, nope. So, you know, hook into it, see that it's golden. And I'm like, oh, snap. Like, hell yeah, like a good fish. I'm running down the, the side of the river, tripping over stones and rocks, whatever, just trying to, you know, keep up with the fish as the, the river pushes it down. Fight it for a good amount of time, was able to get into the net, and it was a dandy of a brown trout. So, yeah, you were texting and calling me, and then, like, you know, you're like, look at this fish I caught. And I was like, dude, the gold color in that was, like, I mean, it was, like, pure gold color. Like, straight up uh, yellow. Straight up butter belly. It was, and, and then it had, um, I'm not going to steal your thunder here, but then it had these, like, immaculate, like, red dots all along it. And the fins were all immaculate. Oh. Fucking hook jaw. It was, it was perfect, but... Just yeah. a tank of a brown. And on, you know, your, your own time fly and on a new rod in the snowstorm in March, I've been fishing a lot without any success, and it's the biggest fish I've landed on a fly rod. Yeah. Um, <sighs> that was a trout. <laughs> yeah. But um, that was a really cool experience, but uh, March was pretty brutally slow um, as a whole and didn't catch much fish, but that kind of made up for it. Yeah, we did. I mean, we're not going to bore you people with our, all of our trips because, I mean, we've done some trips that were not successful whatsoever. Uh, we did some trips in Mass. We did some trips in, in Maine. But they were, we knew they were early season. And, you know, the rigging that we had, you were saying that, you know, it's important to have, like, um, you know, streamers and stuff like that about mm-hmm. trying to get down deeper into those pools. But... Um, yeah, I, 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 don't, I just, I don't know. <laughs> you know, you, you, you try, you die trying, basically. Where with all of our trips that have failed, you know, I mean, Persi- persistence will pay off. You know, I mean, we, we were testing out some new tackle, some new, like new gear and stuff, trying and new spots, new spots, and, we, and we've both never really fished in like kind of early, early season, and it's a learning curve for sure. Oh yeah, for sure, but. I'm not sure if we're, you know, going to jump into the turkey talk now because <laughs> but after, other than that. Are you good back here or what? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if this is, uh, if this is all good. Oh, yeah, we're good. She's just slow. She's a little slow tonight. Uh, folks, we're actually, uh, tonight we are recording by the campfire um, at Griffin Grin headquarters. Yeah. Um, Something different, uh, you know, if the audio's off or whatever, now you know why, but uh, it's yeah. different. It gets us out of the, the Gripping Green Cave and Enjoying gets the us outdoors. outside and stand next to a fire with a couple beers and, yeah, it's reflecting on our spring. It's It's been crazy. It's been wild. And speaking of wild, I mean, turkey, man. Yeah, turkey was fucking crazy. Turkey was crazy. Turkey was crazy because going into turkey season... 
we both had to make sure that we were getting our turkey sooner rather than later. Yeah, because we had a very, very, very busy spring. And that's an understatement. Um, yeah. Every weekend was accounted for either personally or together. So, I mean, May went by in the blink of an eye. Literally. Like, yes, literally. But, I mean... We had a trip to the Allagash planned, which we've we've hinted towards. Uh, we I think you mentioned it on one of our mm-hmm. last pods, um, but it it's there was a trip that we were dead set on, and we were like, man, we only have a couple weeks of turkey season, and then we're off to off to the Allagash, and you were doing something completely out of the ordinary yeah. with respect to what we normally uh, do. Yeah, so, you know, being in Mass, we didn't get the FIDs in time for our, using our shotguns for turkey It wasn't season. our fault. No. It's just a, it's it's just just a, a process. process. Yeah, it's a process. And, um, you know, I had to scout for new properties. I had to figure out, you know, where I can hunt, uh, get all the laws down, and, yeah, hunting with your bow turkeys not my favorite and most ideal scenario but and you know broke out the boat threw a couple of shots down range you know felt good did some scouting i was scouting a lot of mornings you know before work and the season start prints, uh starts and opens earlier than made by a whole week a week right yeah i was gonna say so week. you know i was hunting before you which was kind of weird and sending you snaps <laughs> of, i was like it was a tease it was like you know, hearing some yelps and, you know, showing me your spots. It, it's kind of cool to visually see what you're working with. And it, it is, it's a completely different environment. Uh, yeah. It's new vegetation, new topography. Um, it's just entirely a whole new ball game. Plus you have a bow in hand. And you have a bow in hand. Doesn't and instill confidence. You weren't even really using a blind. You were literally just sitting on the ground and like cover. Yeah, so given I was using my bow, I needed a lot of space to mo- maneuver that bow around. So there was absolutely uh, no way I could use a blind with that. So it made for a challenging spring where, you know, I hunted the first week a lot on public land actually only on public land and had close encounters but couldn't really seal the deal on anything so you know building confidence but dealing with other hunters on public land with a bow is just shitty at times (laughs) so you know that first week other than those close encounters learned a lot but then i was able to travel up to maine for opening day so I've been hunting this uh, spot for a couple of years now. I set up my blind pretty early in the season, so they get used to it. And I was able to be in Maine for the opening day. And thank goodness for doctor's appointment so I can work remotely. <laughs> but, um, you know, go in, you know, have my shotgun in hand, which is nice. And Weird for you. Because yeah. you had, fit, had been yep. hunting for a week already with your bow. So get to my spot. You know, it's kind of like, you know, your typical early turkey season morning, cold, dew on the grass, what have you. You know, I have a, the two hens set up. We've talked about, uh, check out previous pods where we go over our gears and setups. But yep. So turkeys all around pretty much. They're off in the distance a ways, but... I have one Tom close. They're gobbling, 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 and they gobbled uh, a little later than normal, which was interesting. But 
you know, was able to slowly start calling to them, calling to them, you know, gave them responses. They fly down. And then I have this nice tom at 75 yards and full strut right after he lands. I'm like, perfect. Like, this is an opportunity. I don't have a lot of time in Maine given a busy schedule. So I was able to pull that tom in. It did a nice strutting dance on the way in. And... <laughs> was able to uh, get a good clean shot at 20 yards, which was pretty sweet. So, you know, after I shoot, I immediately do a, an assembly yelp mm-hmm. because there, I can see hens in the field and um, calms them down quite a bit. So you're able to call to them after. It's like, oh, it's just a big noise. And yeah, it was something that you taught or I mean, you've mentioned it before, but this year you were like em- you put a lot of emphasis on it. I, uh, because you you did that uh, successfully, and you've done it successfully in the past before, but yep. that that you know fifteen to twenty yelps after you shoot is just essential. Mm-hmm. So did that. The turkeys did leave the field, so I was able to grab the bird and stash it behind the blind. But after like 10, 15 minutes, you know, doing some yelping, and I'm hearing gobbles again off in the distance. I'm like, awesome, like. Maybe we can be fortunate to get both tags filled on the opening day. And after another 10, 15 minutes, I see two jakes on the other end of the field. I'm like, bingo. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're definitely, like, interested in what the heck's going on with my calling. And I could say I brought them in on the string, which was pretty sweet. Lassoed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, you know, they came in. They got just to the edge of my shooting range, right at, like, 45, and, like, waiting, waiting, waiting. And then they're getting a little nervous, like, uh, like I don't know if I want to commit to going into uh, into these hens. And the bigger one was able to step in right at 40. And we have new ammo now. We do have new ammo. And, you, yeah, it, we sighted in with Tank, you know, back in a few months ago. And, uh, you know, we were like, oh, it's, no, it's good. But until you actually use it, you don't know the actual performance of it. So we got this Jake at about 40 yards. And I was able to, you know, put that red dot right on him, squeeze the trigger, and he did not move. I was like, wow. Like, holy. Completely uh, dropped it. I, uh, that, yep, yep. That's, that's what 40 happened. yards, dude. At 40 yards. I was, I was speechless because I know I range after. I'm like, yep, that's 40 yards. Like, how crazy is that? So I was able to fill both uh tags in maine on opening day which was awesome which is if we're going back to you know our plans those first two weeks are (laughs) essential Uh, exactly and you were like i don't have much time in maine like i have to get a bird Mm -hmm. so you know transitioning back to mass so go back same week same week day later um i'm hunting down in mass I have another close encounter. I'm like, I might just getting closer and closer and closer. Mm-hmm. Then one one day, I was able to figure out where they were roosting in mass, public land, which was sick, sneaking right into, like, the danger zone. Well, what I thought was the danger zone, okay? <laughs> so, because I, the, you know... I'm skipping over some details here because I could talk for hours about it. But, oh, yeah. You know, I had this spot in mind where they were about 50 yards away. So I went to that same spot again, thinking, okay, they're going to be 50 yards away. Well, 
there, literally on top of me. I look up and there's Jake's. I remember you texted me and you were like, dude, danger, 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 close. Can't talk right now. Don't text me. And I, I couldn't even move. I felt surrounded. I had eyeballs on me. I had toms all around me, hands all around me. It was pretty wild. And I had my bow in my hand, which makes it even that much more difficult. Crazy. So one thing that was really cool that I haven't seen, but I've later read about and figured it's actually common, is the jakes that were right above me flew to another tree. Flew and landed. Yes. And then they took another look at me like, what the hell is that? But first time I ever saw that, they weren't able to pick me off, but they were getting pretty wary, I have to say. But, you know, calling to these birds, they get on the ground. And this is, like, first time where I've been, like, I'm seeing all the toms. Like, all my close encounters are behind me, behind brush, whatever. But, like, I can see them plain as day, 75 yards away. And they can see my decoy, but they're not committing, not committing. So they just kind of work in front of me. And I have this, I don't know, depression in front of me. I'm on a ridge. I can see another ridge. And there's, like, a little valley beneath me. And this is all, like... Obviously, not that much distance, probably 100 yards to the other ridge, but I see him working that bottom layer there and going across. Nothing was working. Cuts weren't working. Yelping wasn't working. So we decided to take out my gobbler tube hmm. and rattle one of those and snap their heads around. I was like, oh, okay. Because usually, like, the gobbling tube is, like, a last resort. Exactly. And I hadn't used it really. I haven't. I was telling you this. I haven't called in a Tom with my gobbler tube in 10 years, maybe. Well, we did a calling session. But, at... like, I'm saying pull one in. Oh, pulled one in? No. Yeah, no, but no. we've used it. But We've used it. We've done, a you know, a sequence of calling with it. And it works, but it successfully, I don't think we've done it successfully. No, we have never. I know that for a fact because there's only a, one other time when I was much younger. But, yeah. you know... Rattle off that gobble, and he just turns around. He's, like, a little bit ticked off. Like, who the <laughs> hell has some hens in here? So Son of a bitch. <laughs> but they didn't come straight in. They kept on. They snapped around and came back across, going the other direction. And they were just, like, not really looking interested again. And I'm like, okay, well, they got their attention with the gobble, so I kept on gobbling, doing some... Uh, yelping and cutting with both my box and my mouth call and so you were dual you were dueling it up with yeah exactly yeah but you know it kind of dies down for a second because i can't see him in that depression i'm like okay <laughs> i look at my phone i see i got a text from you i give you a quick reply and then i look up and I just see heads <laughs> rising over the ridge at 20 yards and i'm like uh-oh like i got it's game time, and I'm not really ready right now. Because you weren't even knocked up yet. Uh, I was always knocked up when I was Well, I mean, up. like, like I didn't have my release on, no. Yeah. So, you know, I snap my head around, and I'm like, okay, quickly, or slowly, but quickly try to grab my bow and then get my release on. was able to do that, and I had about 10 heads in front That's of me. That's a lot of eyes. That's 20. <laughs> Do quick math. That's twenty eyes. So of the, like some of the best sight in the I, world. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, this is one of the first times in my life where I was like, which one do I want? <laughs> There's three toms in front of me, and two Jakes. I'm like, okay, cool. So, you know, 
they get to seven yards. Yeah. And, you know, I go full draw, and I drill the closest, biggest tom. <laughs> and definitely a different sight than deer hunting because you hit them, feathers go everywhere, and they, like, flop away, like, kind of running, flopping, whatever. And you were using your, your deer broadheads, right? Uh, yes, they double as turkey broadheads, yeah. so. But expandable uh, heads, I was aiming for, you know, body, not going for headshots, and drilling. Flops over the edge, doing an assembly up once again. So, like, 15 to 20 yards. Yep. And all all the birds stayed kind of around in the chaos. They will knock up again, get another shot at Jake, and drilled him. That's insane. So, two doubles in two states, that was pretty sweet. I mean, that's... It wasn't on your, like, it wasn't even on your goals. It was just something cool that... Just it, it just fell in naturally place. happened with yeah. my bow. It's insane. The fact, because when you were messaging me, you're like, yo, like, got a double. I was like, wait, he's not using a shotgun. He's using his bow. Yep. <coughs> Bless you. <coughs> Round two. Um, which is crazy. And I was like, wait. I was like, how did you get a second shot off with all those eyes on you? Assembly yelled, man. And they were just, their heads were spinning, like not knowing what's going on. And actually the turkey flopping kind of distracted them because they were like looking at like what the heck is going on here. But insane, dude. Yeah, before they could really understand what was going on, I was able to get that second shot off. And yeah, season's done in less than two weeks. It worked out perfect. I just uh, the fact that you were on the ground, in a ground blind, it just had a few branches. Yeah, just a little, you know, a little pine going on. That's about Bow it. Bow hunting for turkeys. <laughs> yeah. Like what the? Oh, and a new state too. It just on public land. It doesn't really get much better in my books. No, like. absolutely not. But but yeah. on that same day. Yeah, that's this is what's cool is the this is where I hand the baton off. So <laughs> same day. You and I are texting back and forth in the blinds, like, but it was early because uh, I actually had a long ass walk to get into my mm-hmm. spot. So I was hunting private land. Um, it's probably about 150, almost 200 acres of private property. Awesome. Yep. Uh, there are there are other hunters that hunt it uh, that have permission, but um, we communicate back and forth. Maybe not give our you know. All of our cards away, <laughs> but we definitely share some some information. Um, but uh, so I had a mile walk into this spot. Wait, wait, wait. So you have a mile walk into the spot, but you were striking out, and now that's why you're walking a mile to your spot. Yeah, because I was texting you opening day of turkey season, and you're like, "How's it going?" I'm like, "This is probably as bad as it gets." <laughs> Like, zilch. I could hear distant gobbles, like, and they're way the hell off. And I'm like, is that a gobble? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) When you're asking yourself, is that a gobble? Move. (laughs) Because it ain't going to happen. And if it does, you get an award for the longest pull in the world. Um, No, I I had to relocate. It it just wasn't happening. The sign wasn't there. It was, you know, the, the homeowners were like, they're here. I'm like, I'm sure. But I'm not going to sit here all day and wait for him. <laughs> I only have a, you know, a brief amount of time before, you know, work. And it's like, I got to get it done mm-hmm, here mm-hmm. with the pressure of the Allagash coming. So uh, I actually went out the afternoon before that morning 
set up a spot, found some feathers, found some, you know, uh, tom turd. I found some good scratching. I'm like, all right, this is a good spot. At least mm. I know they're here. Yep. Um, and you did send me a video of it, and it looked pretty. I, you know, <laughs> I, I'm a pretty good assessor of turkey territory, and that was looking very turkey. Oh, and that was like the stamp of approval. I was like, all right, it got the stamp of approval. Like, it's going to, like, let's make it happen. So, uh, you know, I get up early, I walk that mile in, and uh, jump in deer all over the place. But uh, I get down there, I left, I actually left my blind. I had permission from the landowner to leave all my stuff there. He's like, yeah, I'll leave everything right there if you want. I was like, sounds good to me. I'm usually a carry-in, carry-out type of deal. Um, but I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I left everything down there, my blind and uh, the uh, hen decoy as well. And I actually propped up my hen decoy. Um, steak? Yeah, the steak. I actually put it in the ground where I wanted it to be in the morning so I could just walk out and put it on. And... Uh, so I get down there, set up the blind, and I'm like, all right, decoy, I gotta go put it out. And like, I'm at this point, it's lights out, as we all know. Like, mm-hmm. when you're in your spot, when you're near your spot, don't, I mean, it's lights out. So, um, as I'm putting on the decoy on the stake, <laughs> I'm having a pitch of a time trying to get this <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm like, come on, you know, <laughs> you got a kid, you can make this happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, prop it on, let's go, come on. And I'm sticking this thing on. I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Finally, I find it. As soon as I find it, I'm like, I can see something bright out of my like left eye. And it's a sunrise, right? And I'm like, oh, that's pretty. And I like, I look up, and I'm like, dude, all I see is like basketballs, oh. black basketballs in the tree. And I was like, shit, they are right here. I was like, danger effing close and it was just so funny because like we both said danger close oh it was almost simultaneously we text each other we're like danger 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 do do and you're like danger 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 i mean i took a screenshot. i will not text you right now <laughs> i was like i took screenshots of our conversation that morning but uh so I, right away i was like okay every movement everything you do from this point you gotta like make it happen like you cannot f this up because they are right here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know of any other birds in the surrounding area that are around me either. Get in the blind. It's all quiet. Great. They start just cracking off. And then all of a sudden, like, just above me, I hear, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. I was like, so on one side of this tote road, there's a field, massive field to my right on uh, and a tote road directly in front of me. And... The toms were in front of me, across the tote road, 30 yards maybe. And then the hens were literally on top of me. Similar to those jakes mm, being in the tree yeah. above you. I had hens right above me. And I'm like, ooh, baby. I was like, I'm going to piss these bitches off. So they start, you know, they're gobbling, cracking off. And then I hear a shoo, 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 thud. I'm like, all right. They're right in front of me. They're on the ground. So I'm a left-handed shooter. Had the new gun, tank. Mm. And uh, I had a tom land, like, 25 yards to my left in the window of, like, shooting, but I can't turn. Because I would make way too much ruckus. Like, in that blind, it's kind of weird. Like, it squeaks Mm -hmm. a lot. And I'm like, crap. I had to let it go. And I was so pissed. And I was like, no, no, no. Let's just be patient. 
So all the all the birds eventually fly down. Well, as the hen, as the hens landed, the toms went to the left out of sight. The hens landed right freaking in front of me, and they started going after my decoy Ooh. like hard. And I remember you telling me, whatever they do, you do. And so, you know, they started cutting. You know, just like yelping, getting pissed off. The hens, like, they puffed up their feathers. I started like cutting them off. It was just, oh, it was just pandemonium. Uh, um, oh my gosh, it was just like a bitch fest. Mm-hmm. It was uh, just fighting back and forth. And um, those toms, there was actually three toms and a Jake, and those toms just started getting fired up. And they did, like, a complete 180, spun around, and I heard it. Because you always told me about, like, spitting and drumming, spitting and drumming. And until, like, until I heard it, like, up close, mm. I was like, holy shit. Distinct. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's almost like a clicking noise. And then, just, it's very weird. Like, the sounds they make when you're up close. It's, I don't know. It's completely different. So the toms are getting heated. There's a hen out in front of me in like 10 yards. And so toms started coming from the left. And they're both the same size. White heads, both puffed up, spitting and drumming, coming in. I'm like, geez, I'm like, this is just, I'm like, (laughs) I don't even know which one to take because it's like they're both the same size. I'm like, all right. Whichever one's dumber, I'm taking it. Because this needs to end like sooner rather than later. And so, um, you know, came in and when he came in, it was like, he was right in front of the hen and I was like, nope, don't shoot, don't shoot, don't shoot. Steps to the right a little bit. And I'm like, here we go. Boom. Immediately drops that. Once again, using that new ammo. I mean, he completely piled up. And as soon as I shot, assembly yelp. I must have yelled 20 times, and the Toms, they, they, see ya. (laughs) (laughs) The hens, because they knew, like, there was another hen there, that decoy, they, like, stuck around. Yeah. But, I mean, that Jake, I don't even know where that Jake went. He just, like, (laughs) took off. Uh, But the Toms, like, it was weird. The Toms went running, and hens just, like, stuck it out because they were like, no, I want to fight this girl. I want to fight this girl. And uh, so, you know, got my got my first Tom there and, you know, first kill with Tank. And it was, yeah. was freaking awesome, dude. And what was satisfying about it is you were grinding for a little bit there. For a week. So. Uh, no, it wasn't even a week. It was like four hunts, wasn't it? Yeah, but you were going with zero gobble days where when you're turkey hunting, zero gobbles. But like I said last season, turkey hunting is a roller coaster ride. Just when you're in the like the dumps, you'll be on Mount Everest hey, like yep. the next second. Hey, yep. So like I knew that like with this season I'm like it'll happen. It's just you got to have patience. That's all. Yeah, and what's crazy is you know, given that I, you know, filled my tags opening day and got my tags down in Massfield, which was it dude it had to happen. Yeah, oh, no, it definitely did. And we had one and only hunt together. One. We went it, to the gold mine that we always go to. Yep, and it's just, you know, your best setup possible. I mean, you got big fields, a lot of acreage. Now, the the thing that was different about this hunt, though, this is, this is kind of oh. cool. This is cool. 
is that you got a new blind. Mm, oh, yes. Yes, yes. I thought you were going to say something else, but yes. Well, hold on to that <laughs> little ticket. You got a new blind, and we are actually, for the first time, I think ever. De- definitely ever. We were hunting side by side. Mm-hmm. And that was different. So we used our uh, saddles, our JX3s. Yep. And we set them up in this blind, and the blind is actually, like, only hip height. Yeah, so it's a turkey hunting blind specifically made for turkey hunting. It's, like, sponsored by the National Wildlife Tech, or Turkey Federation, and... So it's designed for turkey hunting, and you have the windows slide. They don't Velcro or magnet. Which was awesome. It was fucking cool. You know, wide enough for two of us to sit, put our legs up pretty much completely out. Yep. And shoot from almost every angle except behind us. Yeah, and leg room. We could, like, straighten our legs out in front of us. It was it was pretty sweet. We had the back grass. It was... But when we got to, to this spot, the grass... Oh, yeah. ...was way taller than... You know, normally it would be at, what was this, the second week of it? It was probably, I would say, like six inches higher than what oh, normally is. yeah, definitely. So we were kind of like, okay, this is going to make it interesting. We get to our spot, you know, we do the two-hen uh, decoy setup like we normally do, get the new blind situated, kind of, you know, hang out for a second with our Red Bulls. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about <laughs> we that. We always do that. I forgot spot. about that. And then, you know... As the birds wake up, then sun starts to rise again in the blind. And gotta feed that fire. I think this is when, you know, we're sitting there kind of laughing because, you know, we never actually get to talk in real time when we're hunting. And you look out the window and you're like, dude, <laughs> I see heads. I'm like, really? And I look out the window and sure as shit, they're all right there. Dude. They're... So we set up on this point. And there's a field to our right. It's the same field. It's like a horseshoe. Mm-hmm. It's a horseshoe, yes. essentially. Yeah, yeah. A very elongated horseshoe. And there's fields all around us. Usually, they roost to our 4 o'clock, or they roost to our, like, 10 o'clock. Yes. Today? Or this day? 3 o'clock. And it was in... in the field that we were in, and it's in, like, what, Shh. trees of, like, 15 feet? Uh, shit trees for roosting. <laughs> you would never look at that tree and be like, all right, I see a ton of turkeys roosting in those trees. But there they were there. <laughs> and uh, it was kind of, that's like an inside joke now with Griffin Grin. It's like we look at a little sapling, we're like, nice roosting yeah, tree. Yeah, that's a good roosting tree right there. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it's just, uh, it was just crazy. It was, and we had getting, we, we were getting information on the population, um, you know, from from people in the area of like, yeah, I've seen these, mm, you know, these yeah. five jakes. I've seen, you know, these hens. I've seen this tom. It's like, all right, we yeah. know they're here. As we all like, we know each year it's gonna produce. It's mm-hmm. it's just, it's a good spot. And you know, so when they started landing, when they started coming out, I'm like, dude, they're going, they're taking off. Like here mm-hmm. they come. And they actually landed, like, not far from the roost. They didn't glide very far. Oh, no, it was pretty much straight down. It was. It was like they just dropped out of the trees. Um, you know, because we did hear, what was it, one or two gobbles? Yeah, and they weren't that close either, really. No. I mean, one was in that big field behind us. The other one was probably, like, in the next field over. Um, but they were pretty pretty distant. Um and we did have a gobble or two from this these roosted birds, but when they landed, you confirmed that they were they were the jakes. Yeah. So like I'm running. What was cool was 
I'm I'm literally carrying my box and like binoculars and my rangefinder. So I just pull up my binoculars and I'm looking I'm like, oh, yep, definitely uh, Jake's. And count them up. And how many were there? Five? I'm grabbing a beer. Sorry. <laughs> I think there were about five Jake's. And, you know, it was funny because we were able to like talk and laugh and like enjoy it together without having to text and have you know no emotion. You know for a fact those birds saw us. I know, because they locked on to you, and I'm, like, <laughs> hidden pretty well. But um, they kind of sat there for, I don't know, a good chunk of time. They were looking five at... Five minutes, five, ten minutes. And they were checking out those decoys, hardcore, trying to figure out, you know, what was the commotion this morning from us two getting in there. But, you know, did a little calling, tried to settle them down a little bit, and... And the calling was very subtle. Oh, very minimal. Just because they're, you know, locked on to us, onto the decoys. And once that first Jake put its head down. Oh, yeah. We both knew. (laughs) It was like, okay. Yep. And it's going to happen. Yep. So, I mean, I think you should take it from here, from your perspective. From my perspective. Man, it was uh, the fact that we were. So these, these Jakes started coming in. And I remember you wish you're like, are you gonna shoot? And I just was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, okay. So like, cause I, at this point, like, I mean, turkey meat's turkey meat. Like, it's good shit. Like, we have the Allagash coming up. We're doing this together. The first hunt, new blind, new gun. I'm like, hey, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I got my Tom, on my Jake. So, um, yeah, they started coming in like a freaking train, just a line. It was like a Congo line at a freaking <laughs> yep. retirement yep. party. It's like, here they come. Um, but, uh, no, they came into the, the decoys. And it was weird because, like, the angle that they were coming in at and the length of my shotgun barrel, it's like, it's I couldn't get the angle. And you're like, are you like, are you going to shoot? <laughs> and I'm like... Just waiting. I'm like, I'm trying to get that right angle. Then they walked behind the decoys. Couldn't shoot them. Mm -hmm. And you're like, and I believe at one point you asked me, like, are you going to (laughs) shoot? And I was just like, yes. And your just hands went up to your ears. You're like covering your ears. And I'm just waiting for it, waiting for it. I'm like, come on. And, uh, I mean, that Jake that was out in front, I mean, I I don't know for sure, but he looked the biggest. Oh yeah, of I the think Jakes. so. I think so. Um, you know, big red head on him, and there, his beard was longer than a typical Jake. Mm. Typical Jake mm. from feather, from exterior feather, is usually like what two inches. Yeah, roughly. He had what four inches? Yeah, definitely. It was like because you look at the sizable. beard, and you would be like, oh, it's a it's a young like you know, uh, a younger Tom or something. But it just proves the fact of, like, the beard length doesn't determine maturity. Exactly. And you wonder how big that beard would have been next year. Oh, Ooh, my God. My goodness. I, I know. I know. But, but, what you know, given, again, our busy spring plans, things had to happen. <laughs> so I popped off and just absolutely <laughs> annihilated him. But when I shot, the same thing happened when I shot my Tom. When I shot. The barrel's so short, because I kept verifying. I was like, I don't want to shoot a hole in his friggin' blind. Like, I kept looking to make sure the gun was out the window. 
and because uh, I was actually leaning forward, but it still wasn't reaching out the window, like it wasn't sticking out the window. And I'm like, man, like, so when I shot, the compression stayed inside of the blind, and my freaking ears, what for a week? Oh, easy, a freaking week. I was, like, I couldn't. He, he would say something to me like a week away, like a week uh, past after this, uh, this outing, and I was like, what? He's like, you didn't hear that? I was like, I didn't hear a word you just said, dude. I was like, what? what? Oh. Yeah, you were. I mean, just the shock wave of like the air going through. Oh my goodness! The compression, man, is just insane. Uh, um, but it, yeah. The ammo though. The ammo <laughs> slaps. <laughs> and that hunt lasted all of maybe a half hour, maybe at most twenty minutes. I mean. And you did you did do the assembly yelp after the fact. I did, um, and but, you know they everyone everybody left. They it, were, uh, <laughs> the I mean, you could say the assembly yelp didn't really matter at that. Yeah, point. it did not matter. So you know, immediately picked up and peaced out. I was like literally <laughs> went and grabbed coffee. Out the season, blink of an eye, in, in total two weeks, and yeah, I mean, which is crazy because like. As much as we want to keep hunting, you know, it's like tags are filled now, um, and just it was bitter. I don't know. It was bittersweet. Like I, I feel like I didn't get to like, I didn't get like a full season. Mm, no, I agree. Like, I, I enjoyed when I, you know, was successfully able to get mine, but it I mean, felt we, like I wanted like more. Like I want to get back out there. Like it did even happen. It was, yeah. It happened so fast. Great. Yeah. You got two birds in mass. You got two birds in me. In the same week. In the same week. In the same week. I got my two birds. That's six birds, man. It was crazy. In the course of what, a week? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, turkey season flew by. Too fast. Too fast. Got in plenty of fishing in the meantime. And, yeah. You know, we had some big trips planned. But I, not to, like, redirect you here, but I, I, I'm i really considering buying that blind. That mm. is a nice blind. It's it's a different it's a different world. You're eye-to-eye with those birds. I have way preferred, though, than what we were running. It's because so much more quiet. Move. Yes, it's so much more quiet. And, like, and in addition, with our, with our setups, our stands, our saddle seats, I carried the bird on my mm-hmm. back on the way out. Didn't have to like carry it over my shoulder. Threw it right in the backpack, and it's pretty it sweet because it's like super compact too. And yeah, one other thing we also need to talk about was your turkey sausage. So yeah, I mean, oh man, this I had a uh, you know someone at work that told me about like you know the sausage that they make and for turkeys, and I was like, huh? I was like, I wouldn't mind trying that. Little did I know they're gonna bring me a whole freaking carton of this thing, and I was like, "Wow!" So I brought it home, cooked it up, and OMG! I was like, <laughs> just drooling, uh, salivating. I'm like, I said, "Where?" I said, "I will pay you for this recipe." Is this a family recipe? <laughs> like, where did you find this? I'm like, this shit is like amazing, like better than anything I cook with turkey. I'm like, I want this recipe. Oh, it's just it's just like a common, like easily accessible, like uh, recipe. And I was like, "No shit!" I was like, "Really?" <laughs> so uh, borrowed a grinder from somebody, 
got all the ingredients, and I'll, I will be honest, the ingredients did get a little pricey, um, especially when you're you're dealing with you know two birds mm. and all that meat. It's all those proportions and you know um, measuring stuff out. It, it adds up. So, you know, I probably spent about 50 bucks Damn. Okay. on all the ingredients. Now, I didn't know if I had any, like, spices and stuff like that at the house. So just to be safe, I bought extra stuff. So, um, but, uh, yeah, and then, uh, so I grind it all up. I put it in Ziploc baggies, and my cousin actually, um, when he cuts up his own deer, he lays it flat in a freezer bag and smushes it down, like, almost like a, a plate thin. Mm. Um and then gets all the air out and then seals it up. And it's basically like a sheet of Hamburg. So I did the same thing with the turkey. I laid it down in a freezer bag, smushed it right down to about maybe an inch thick, and then sealed it up. Because then when you defrost it, it doesn't take as long. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, cripes, we just had some this morning. Yeah, we did. Um, has apple in it, bacon. You know, I mean, just... It's satisfying. I mean, the spices, I'm still trying to find the balance of the spices. You know, yeah, it, yeah, definitely. I would say at times it's probably maybe overpowering, but that first bite, you're like, holy shit. Yep. I give it like, you know, a couple more go arounds with that recipe, fine tuning it, and it'll be lights out. But, and interestingly enough, cooked it on the grill. Yeah, I know. That, that was the part that surprised me about it because I didn't think it would be able to stay together enough. Right. And that's what I, I was like, but I use the same strategy with my venison burgers. Mm. Cook it longer on one side so it kind of crisp it up a little bit and yep. then flip it. Um, but when I when I actually, like, take it out of the bag, I don't scoop it out of the bag. I actually cut. I take scissors and I cut down each side of the plastic baggie, flip it open like a sheet, and then take a spatula and basically just sector off what yep. I want. So it's basically square patties is what you get. And then you just scoop it with a spatula, slap it on the grill. Works out perfect. Dude, it's freaking lickety split. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my gosh. And it's cool because you can have it with breakfast oh, or, man. like, by itself later in the day. Like, you can do it whenever. Okay. Um, but uh, we do have some new trips coming up, like I said. I And I, you know, folks, we've been <laughs> we've been talking back and forth, like, when are we going to record? When are we going to well, we got the trip coming up, and we got, yeah. the, like... Busy, a busy, busy, busy schedules. Busy, busy, You know, normally, like, during the week, we're able to do something, but, like, it just... I'm wicked busy. You're... You were, dude, you were doing research for the Allagash. Yeah, I know. right out straight. I, you were tying flies for the Allagash right out straight. Yep, and every night was dedicated to our trip. It was insane, and it's just... Ugh. So we apologize for, like, not posting, but, I mean, we have some great shit coming yeah I mean, uh, yep a lot has happened in the past seven days seven days month like <laughs> two weeks like yeah it's been crazy and you know we already have future trips already planned yeah like, for and, this this and month we're covering so many different bases between hiking canoeing backpacking uh we're doing it all it's and gonna it's, be crazy we were actually talking about this the other day it's like this could possibly be our it will be it will be our best summer oh easily definitely yep. it won't take much to do because last year we went out once in the summer did we even do that i don't yeah. think we did. I actually yeah i don't think we did so, so. I, I cleared <laughs> up a lot of time this summer which is nice um yep you have 
and you know it's gonna be cool how many fucking different places are we are we gonna see no uh, there is just so much shit coming it is it's gonna be very interesting you know we're excited to report out um you know we we have i mean we're talking here over this fire um under the stars and it's like just the other day we were looking at the stars um oh yeah so you know that's a little teaser for you folks but we since uh since we've uh you know talked to you last we have we have completed some trips um they're in the are they're in our pockets now like mm-hmm. they're little gems that we have uh good memories and uh we're looking forward to you know sharing those stories and our experiences and uh what what you folks could do uh, you know, because when we do these trips, we do think of listeners. We're trying to report out like how we do stuff. We're obviously sharing our stories too, but we're just trying to report out about like how to go about doing mm-hmm. it. I mean, like I never bow hunted for turkeys. Yeah, I learned a shit ton, and hopefully, you guys can learn as much as you know we learn pretty much as we go through it. I was say learn, <laughs> learn alongside us, um, but. Uh, As always, folks, as we sign off, get in the woods. And get on the water.